0: Hi, boys and girls. This is Miss Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Today's story is... One Friendly Voice Ken stirred the bubbling cereal while Marianne kept whining, When's my cereal going to be ready, Kenny? In a minute, Marianne. What can I get for you, Mom? Ken looked at his mother, where she lay on the sofa her black eyes seemed too large for her small white face. It seemed unusual to have Mom so quiet. Most mornings, she was flying around getting breakfast and prodding pokey Marianne into hurrying so that she could take her to Grandma's on the way to work. Now Mom closed her eyes and said softly, "'Don't bother getting me anything now. "'I'll be hungry later.' Then she began coughing again. The doctor had called it severe bronchitis and said Mom needed a rest." Ken set the cereal on the table and gave it a final stir. He squared his broad shoulders. Somehow he would have to help Mom get well. His black eyes shone with determination. Come on, Marianne, let's eat. Then I'll have to get to school. You'll have to take care of Mom while I'm gone. Sure, I can take care of her. Marianne chattered on while Ken thought about his problems. This evening he would have to do some laundry. He had put on his last pair of clean jeans this morning. Mom just wasn't able to rinse the clothes and hang them outdoors. He'd give a lot for a clothes dryer like Dan Jenkins' mother had, but things hadn't been easy for them since Daddy died. Mother had a good job, but a secretary didn't earn enough for such luxuries as automatic washers and dryers. Ken really didn't mind doing laundry. It wasn't such hard work. What bothered him was that some of the boys might see him outdoors hanging up the clothes. He was sure they'd think he was a sissy. Ken knew that Dan Jenkins wouldn't be caught dead helping his mother. He sighed. If word got around that he was doing women's work, he wouldn't get very many votes when the boys chose the pitcher for their softball team. Maybe he could hang the clothes indoors. But no, there wasn't enough room. One short line in the bathroom wouldn't hold more than a few of Marianne's little dresses. Ken felt tired all day. He missed five problems in math, which was his favorite subject, He struck out three times when they played softball. By the middle of the afternoon, his head was drooping and his feet dragged. When he finally got home, Mom was still lying on the sofa trying not to cough. He took her, her medicine, and asked, Did you eat anything at all today, Mom? Oh, yes. Mom tried to smile and look bright. Marianne fixed me two pieces of toast, and I ate them both, didn't I, Marianne? Yes, she did, the little girl nodded, but I had to scold her pretty hard or she wouldn't have. "'Mom, you're not getting well fast enough. When do you go back to the doctor?' Ken felt bowed down with cares. "'In a day or so,' Mom said, and closed her eyes again. "'Well, I'll have to do some laundry. All my jeans are dirty. Where's the soap, Mom?' "'Oh, Ken, I wish you didn't have to. I should have sent the things out to the laundry.' Ken wished he'd gone looking for the soap himself. This was just one more thing for Mom to worry about.' Don't worry, Mom, he said. I'm sure I can do it. I used to help you last summer, remember? Mom smiled a little. Yes, I remember you never hung out the clothes. You always preferred staying in the basement with a washing machine. I'll have to hang up clothes tonight, Ken sighed again. Then, armed with the soap and carrying a big basket full of dirty laundry, he started to the basement. Marianne tagged along, offering all sorts of helpful advice. Don't put in too much soap, Kenny. Be sure the clothes are clean, Kenny until Ken felt like throwing a blanket over her head. The washing part wasn't too bad. Ken remembered to sort the clothing, although he did absentmindedly throw a white T-shirt in with his blue jeans. It came out a dirty blue-gray. Then Ken was ready to hang out clothes. He picked up the heavy basket and slung the clothespin bag over his shoulder. Well, here goes, he thought. I hope all the neighbors are indoors watching television or something. But Ken knew the boys usually went by his house on their way to practice softball. He would have to miss practice this afternoon. Jim Carson had said he'd stop for him, but Ken had told him not to. Jim was one of the most popular boys around. Ken had hoped some day to claim him as a friend. At the clothesline he picked up one of Marianne's dresses and pinned it firmly. He worked fast. Several times he looked over his shoulder to see whether someone was watching. I feel like a thief, he realized guiltily. "'What have I got to be ashamed of? I'm only helping my mother.' But these thoughts did not keep him from jumping when he heard Dan's sing-song voice. "'Well, if it isn't Mommy's little boy playing housewife!' Ken kept on hanging up the clothes, but he felt a tight sickness inside his stomach. And turning to face Dan, he felt even worse. With Dan were most of the boys on the softball team. Some were grinning with scorn. Jim Carson stood in the background. "'Playing housewife!' one of them giggled. Ken felt a hard knot of disappointment form inside. He would never be a pitcher for this softball team. He stood there for a moment with his head down while a few of the boys went on making insulting remarks. Then he finished hanging up the clothes and hurried back into the basement. How was he going to live for the next few weeks while Mother was ill? At the supper table, he tried to act cheerful. He thought he was putting up a pretty good front until Mom said, You look tired, Ken. Why not go to bed and rest? Maybe tomorrow will be brighter. Ken sighed. Maybe Mom was right. He went to bed and dreamed that he socked Dan in the jaw. In the dawn, he almost wished he really had. On the way to school, Jim Carson fell into step beside him. Ken kept his head down, waiting for Jim to tease him about yesterday. Jim cleared his throat. Mom told me that your mom is sick, he began. Ken nodded. He wished Jim would say what he wanted to and then leave him alone. Jim cleared his throat again. Ken looked up and saw that Jim's blue eyes were sober. It must be rough for you with your mom not able to work. Oh, it's not so bad, Ken's voice was gruff. Sympathy was the last thing he'd expected. I just wanted to tell you that you can bring your laundry to our house. Jim hurried on, talking so fast his words tumbled into each other. Mom said she'd help out until your mother is better. Then you'd have more time to practice, since you'll be our new pitcher. What? Had he heard correctly? The new pitcher? Ken couldn't help smiling. I'll tell my mother, he agreed. He walked faster. It would be nice to have someone else do the laundry, but right now he felt able to do anything by himself. Strange what one friendly voice could do to you. The story you've heard today was first published as part of the Vacation Bible School program in the book God's World by the Review and Herald Publishing Association and the General Conference Sabbath School Department. If you are interested in any other products published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955.